Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with our weekly guest, Dana from Hemlane. How you doing, Dana? I'm great. Thanks, Michael, for having me. Absolutely. Love talking about property management, things that new investors, self-managers self could really think about. So we're going to talk about money today. Uh, and the first thing, Dana, I want to talk about is security deposits. Specifically, you know, how to treat security deposits when a tenant leaves, because uh, that is a process that ultimately will happen. You know, some you know people leave, they get married, they they move. Lots of reasons for people to leave on, under good terms, and uh, you know many of them expect their security deposit back immediately. So let's talk mm -hmm. about what, uh, what what that process looks like, if you don't mind. Yeah, and and one comment I would make, which you know this so well, is nearly every tenant, I would say ninety nine percent, except a hundred percent of their deposit. Of course, back. yeah. The they day they hand in keys and, and they want 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. They just assume they're going to get 100% back. And you want to reduce those vacancy costs of all of these turnover repairs and not have that come out of um, your pocket. So the first thing I would say is it starts with the move in. Yep. When they move in, you have to do a very thorough move in process. And what I mean by that is photos, videos, documentation of things, anything that might have had a dent or a tear and you say, I'm not going to fix it. It's discretionary. We're not going to fix it, but I'm going to know that you're not going to deduct for that. Um, and also set precedent. Like if you have a cleaning and it's not really clean, like the cabinets are still dirty, the tenant's going to make the argument of, hey, why do I have to clean it and make it move in ready if you mm -hmm. didn't even make it move in ready for me? So it, it starts with that move in and really documenting and outlining that. Now, keep in mind, you're going to have some tenants who are super detail oriented. And the good thing about that is usually they do take care of your property. The bad thing is they're going to look at every little scratch and come back to you with things. So really kind of setting this balance and expectation of, of property condition. Um, but then on the move out, I would say, like you said, Michael, everyone wants their security to deposit back and they want hundred percent. And this is where landlording becomes emotional. Um, I am a huge fan of what California um, has where they say, do a pre move out inspection. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of that going over to the property and letting the tenant know, Hey, you mounted a TV on the wall, um, or you changed the paint color. It's now orange. And it used to be, you know, white you're going to be charged for the painter and the paint to go through and repaint that if it's not painted back to the white color that it was before. And so really setting those expectations and then also setting expectations on the move out clean. The baseboards are dirty. Make sure you do those. Make sure you clean in all the appliances. Make sure you clean in all of the drawers. Like cabinets, you'll open up and they've got dust and dirt and all these things that require you to get another cleaner in or you to waste your time on Saturday cleaning them. So really setting those expectations up front. Um, and then I'm a huge fan of telling them, hey, if you get a professional cleaner and it's a move out cleaning rather than a standard cleaning, keep the receipt and get a guarantee from them. That way, if they don't do a good enough job, I can call them back at no additional cost and like you can get your security deposit back. Um, so there's that. Then when you do the formal move out and they hand over the keys, letting them know your state's laws. Okay, there's going to be 21 days to return this deposit. That's California law. Every state is different. Um, but that, that's how long it's going to take up to that many days to return the security deposit. 
we're going to go through and, um, you know, make sure that um, we've done our assessment of it and then send it over to you. And then from there, um, you can go ahead and get started with things. If there are, if there is anything that needs to be deducted, um, I've seen actually success with telling the tenants, hey, listen, we're going to have to repaint the room. And just as, as you know, we told you that before, here's the cost. We have the invoice and receipt and that will be deducted and then itemize all of those items. You never want them to question, um, you know, hey, why is this so high? Make sure, or why is the deduction so high? Make sure you've itemized it. You have those receipts to back it up that I used a third party, not myself to clean it. And that's why the security deposit is deducted how it is. Um, so it gets emotional. I've seen way too much of, you know, tenant landlord conflict because they just didn't set up a good process. And like you said, with a purchase, you need a really good process. You also need the same thing um, as a landlord. It's pretty simple. It's, it's pretty easy, but you just have to have that foresight in advance. Yeah. The only thing I would add to that, because that was so well done is first and foremost, I just want a second. It starts with the move in. Um, not only do you need great tenant selection, tenant criteria, and all of that to make sure you get a great tenant, but you've got to continue that through the move in full documentation, full video, you know, initials here, there. I mean, you got to get acknowledgement from both parties. The other, the only thing I would add to that is in the lease, I actually highlight what the process is to get the security deposit back, i.e. California, 21 days, you know, up to mm -hmm. 21 days, you know, who will be in what things to be expected. But yeah, I, I docu I make sure that's in the lease so they know, and I can bring that lease like when they like do the pre move out. I thought that was a great idea. I would bring that with me with their signature, saying, "Hey, just so you know, here's the process. If I can go faster, we will. Uh, but realize I've got to make this unit look like it did when you moved in. You know, that's a process. You're not you don't expect your money tomorrow." Yeah, exactly. And then I've seen some landlords when they do the security deposit refund, they go, "Oh, it took me." you know, three hours to clean it. And my cleaning rates, a hundred dollars an hour. And it's like, that's not professional. You're not running a professional shop. The tenant's going to call BS on that yeah. and say, wait, what do you mean? Another cleaner is $20 an hour. So if you use a third party, yes, it, it, it works to your advantage of having those receipts say, no, it wasn't me. It was someone else doing it. So don't try to, no. don't try to do the DIY with that, um, with yeah. the turnover repairs, um, make sure that you're very objective and the tenant can't complain. Um, and, and that works out pretty well. Definitely, definitely, definitely document receipts hours. I would not do that cleaning myself either for that exact reason. I would get a professional. So I have receipts just in case it comes up. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, the more you document, the better when in doubt, if you don't have the documentation, the tenant's going to win, at least in California. So yeah, starts up front, process, communicate timelines, expectations, over-communicate, get receipts. Um, yeah. And again, just remember the tenant wants their money back as fast as possible. Yep. And then in some states, it requires interest um, on oh, the security wow. deposit. And actually, that. San Francisco requires interest. Of course it does. Deposits. Of course, San Francisco does. Um, so you have to check not only state, but also county rules wow. and regulations. And that's why it's great to be part of the, your local association, like your apartment association, because they'll tell you, hey, in San Francisco, if the tenants are there for longer than a year, you also need to um, include interest on wow. the security deposit refund. I had you no idea. 
yeah, you don't want a tenant coming back four years later saying you owe me all this interest and, you know, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> now there's um, penalties so, and all that other stuff. Yeah, exactly. So make sure um, you check that at the state as well as county level. Oh, joy. Just another reason I'll never be a landlord in San Francisco. <laughs> Too many rules. Uh, do yourself a favor, folks. If you are in the course, my free one or paid course, there is a 30-day POC, a proof of concept trial. Get into Hemlane, play with it, see what it is like to self-manage, document, 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 have communication with tenants, all of that stuff. And again, where can they get that, uh, Dana? Yeah, they can go to, um, well, the POC is obviously in the links here in the YouTube, um, but you can go to www.hemlane, which is in the upper corner here, hmm. hemlane.com, try for free. And then obviously mention one rental at a time because you get 20% off your first year. That's awesome. Yeah, folks, again, one of the things I, I see a lot of new investors doing is alerting the market, their buy box that I talk about. They, they want more stuff to do. So go download 30 day trial and be, pretend to be a landlord. Pretend to communicate with tenants and contractors and whatnot. So uh, definitely take them up on the free trial. Uh, dive in. Thanks, Dana. Thanks so much.